This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. And Jason and I have been talking about it's a big week for New York City restaurants. Uh, they've been shut down because of the pandemic. Well, they were allowed to reopen indoor dining. It started yesterday. Some restrictions, though, on capacity. And we've talked about this with our food editor, Kate Crater, writing that. Uh, for many restaurants, it's still going to be a bit of a struggle. So someone Kate knows very well and a familiar voice to our listeners, he has found time often to join us through the pandemic, which we greatly appreciate. Back with us is chef and restaurateur Danielle Ballou. He joins us on the phone in New York City. Danielle, it is so nice to be back Hello. with you. Yeah, hi. How are you? And and what does this reopening mean for you? Well, uh, thank you for having me. And uh, this, reopening, this reopening in New York means so much because uh, we have been stranded for eight months with no restaurants uh, inside. Uh, thanks God the city opened up the streets and gave the opportunity to have a sidewalk cafe. Uh, we did our best with that at uh, Restaurant Daniel with Daniel Bully Kitchen. And uh, the reopening inside at 25%, I felt that I wanted to also try to set up a mood which was maybe a little different, a little more disrupting, and, and, and maybe a theme where I didn't get a chance to go to the south of France this summer. Mm. And every year I go to France, and I always go to the south of France, but so is many, many Americans. And, you know, destination, vacation, uh, the Mediterranean always make people dream. So I felt that I should do a restaurant who express a little bit of a journey to the Mediterranean through the flavor of the dishes and through the mood of the restaurant. So we transformed the restaurant into Boulou sur Mer. Boulou sur Mer means Boulou by the Sea as my last name. <laughs> I love right. it. I love it. And, I love and, it. And so, Danielle, I mean, what's been so interesting in, in sort of keeping up with you throughout this is that this has obviously challenged you as, as a chef in, in many ways, but it's really challenged you, I feel like, as a businessman in many ways and as a manager it, of your people. So tell us about some did. of the sort of key decisions that you felt like you had to make for your business. Of course. I mean, it did. As uh, We all locked down and all my colleagues locked down. Uh, little by little, we started initiative to bring back our staff. And um, about a month and a half after lockdown, uh, we started uh, Food First. Uh, foundation, an initiative with SL Green, my new partner in a new restaurant, Le Pavillon, at Juan Vanderbilt. And he wanted to really help me start to make meals for New Yorkers and bring back some of my staff in the kitchen. But he also wanted to help many of his tenants around town to be able to reopen their kitchen and support their tenant through uh, Food First. And mm. to date, we have distributed almost 400,000 meals gifted to many, many charities, including City Meal on Wheel and, uh, in New York and World Central Kitchen at the beginning of our mission and, and uh, Barry, uh, Barry Mission as well. And, and they were, I think that was the first initiative. Then from that, we did the takeout at Restaurant Daniel. Mm-hmm. And then we opened the terrace at Barboulou and Daniel and uh, through Daniel Boulou Kitchen uh, takeout division as well. And uh, today we are open inside, and it felt very good last night. Uh, I feel that people are still a little anxious, and there is a mix of anxiety and excitement in 
for us as reopening inside. But at, at the same time, we make sure that, you know, it, it gave us a chance to bring back more staff. So, That's so from great. 750 employees we had, we had now up to 200 plus, and that's really growing. So it's good. It's a good sign. And we haven't reopened all our restaurants, only, you know, the West Side, Barboulou, and Danielle. And Danielle, let's talk about New York City and specifically Midtown, if we can. Carol and I, in normal world, in the before times, we went to Midtown Manhattan literally every day. We would do our show from there. We were denizens of of that, you know, into the evening. And so many people uh, who we know are like that. What is Midtown like now? What do you expect it's going to be like over the next six to nine to 12 months? Well, uh, I think over the next six months, it will improve as uh, I think many institutions, bank and other institutions have maybe mandated their staff to stay home until the end of the year and uh, coming back in uh, January 2021. So some of the company have already uh, brought back staff on on alternative uh, schedule. Now, I mean... Of course, New York will come back. New York, it's evident that some people may have lost their job, lost stability in New York and had to leave town. But for the most part, the town might be a little deprived right now of uh, its worker, but they're going to have to come back to work uh, because no company can run at a distance like this forever. And um, I believe that, you know, by spring... 2021, even after the holiday, uh, New York should come back strong. I mean, we feel that there's a lot of New Yorkers back, but they they come back, they they go back and forth. Uh, right now, we feel, and um, I am positive. New York City is New York City, and uh, I think it will take more than COVID to make it really uh, a, a challenge city. But we have. Um, we have a restaurant midtown, and because of Broadway, we, if we don't have the culture, if we don't have the art, if we don't have the tourists, mm-hmm. it's obvious, and the town is also suffering. And so hospitality in general, hotels and restaurants are suffering. And, um, and we need also the workers back to really have this life during lunch midtown. So um, I am positive we are opening a restaurant in midtown at 42nd and 1 Vanderbilt next year. Is that Pavilion? Le Pavilion. Le at Pavilion, one sorry. And, <laughs> and I'm positive that, uh, you know, it will be a good time to open a restaurant in the spring of 21. And at the same time, we have taken all the measures possible to make sure that people feel that they are in a very safe environment. And, um, you know, it, so, it has well, been um, Daniel, a ride for most. Let me ask you, because I can't tell you how many people we have come on and even real estate guys are like, you know, everybody's like, everybody's leaving New York City. Everybody's leaving these major cities and so on and so forth. I mean, I've been in New York City a long time, too, and I've heard the demise of the big cities over and over again. How do you Mm -hmm. see it? I I see it. And a lot of people, as I say, feel very stressed right now and feel comfortable being out. But they're going to be so bored and so missing out with everything that <laughs> I think they'll be back to New York. And, you know, I'm, I'm a New Yorker at heart. And if I'm going to leave the city, where am I going to go? Back to France in my small village? 
Right. Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm also I've been a New Yorker involved with the community and involved with my profession and having an incredible support from our customer, and we still feel it. We still get it. I mean, our customers are so positive and so happy that we are here and we are continuing. Then I can see I can see them coming back all the time. Are they going to spend as much time in New York City than they used to? Maybe less, but they still come back and support us. And so, Danielle, what is something like this due to the next generation of chefs coming up? You know, I mean, you have seen so many promising chefs sort of come through your kitchens and the kitchens of your friends. I do wonder uh, about this next generation and how they will adapt and and what advice you might be giving them. And and many young chefs left me to go to smaller cities around the country and it has been a struggling challenge for them, too, uh, wherever they are, uh, in, uh, in Minnesota or in California or in, uh, in Florida or other parts in Texas. It, it's, uh, it's, not easy to, um, it's not easy to start a business and then to, you know, when you, when you start your new place, you have debt, you, have, uh, you, you, you might do very well, but you have to pay back. Uh, the investment, and right. I think for young uh, for young chef who want to start a business, uh, what's important is to not be in debt to the point where they can never pay back or lose their business. Now, for young chef learning to cook, I think um, there's there's going to be opportunity in the food business, maybe different than what they envision. But uh, for me, we have been very creative at expanding into other direction in in the food world, such as uh, national distribution with Gold Belly of Daniel Buri Kitchen for dishes for home. So that brought me, it gave me a chance to bring more staff. Mm. We do also the takeout in New York City with Daniel Buri Kitchen, and that brought me more staff. Mm. And uh, expanding into catering, more catering. I have a catering company, but we're expanding into more services like that. And so... I think uh, we try to stay very creative, very engaged with opportunity that may be needed right now and may change later. But uh, I think for young chefs, it's important to find a good house and to also try to work for the community as well. A lot of young chefs was doing a lot of good things for yeah. charities. And, yeah. and they were getting paid, you know, maybe a low pay, but at least you felt very rewarded. And through, um, for example, Food First Foundation, it has given me a chance to have 12 chefs working full-time just for the charity. And I think that is very important. And every, everybody understands that being part of a company is being part of all its... Uh, yeah endeavors and ambition. Well, I have to say, and it, and it's pretty impressive with all the stresses that you guys were dealing with and with your workers, yet you still thought about the community and feeding the community, especially when New York was in such a tough way and whether it was feeding healthcare workers or feeding people who did not have money to put food on their table. So, um, you know, you guys have been incredible. Danielle, thank you so much. Danielle Ballou, chef and restaurateur, joining us, of course, on the phone from New York City. New York City restaurants, folks, they're open. They're open. You can go inside and eat.